work gone virtual. A concept that was science fiction even until the 1990s has well and truly become the way of working through the first 20 years of the new millennium. Part of the credit goes to the advances in telecommunications, another part to the miracle that is the internet. More specifically, broadband connections making live video streaming possible. But beyond the technological pieces of the puzzle falling into place, we also saw tectonic shifts in the approach towards delivering value. And yet, at the start of 2020, we still see individuals, teams and organizations talk about adopting the virtual way of working with the COVID-19 pandemic forcing us to rethink our idea of work and workplace. Is the future of work virtual? And is that future productive? Let me share my two cents worth on this in the pilot episode of Management on Toast. Hi, I am Ken, and I have been an avid podcast listener for years now. And this show is my modest endeavor to contribute to a platform that is perhaps one of the last ramparts of democratic and egalitarian sharing of ideas and views. Okay, now that I've got the fancy language out of my system, the podcast is really about bringing up current situations and cases in the world of work and talking about it in a language that's simple for all to understand. Much like butter on toast, simple yet appetizing. I will bring you an episode every week with monologues to begin with and hopefully some guests in the due course of time. At least that's the plan right now on the format of the podcast. But we will play this one by ear. What I'm absolutely sure of is the crucial role you play in all of this as a listener. If you like what you're listening to and want to stay on top of my latest episodes, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite streaming platform. You can also join me through the Anchor app. The links for it are in the episode description to listen and interact with me through voice messages. And if you are microphone shy, don't worry. You could write to me your questions suggestions for topics and even feedback either by emailing me on mgtontoast at gmail.com or messaging me on my Twitter handle at mgtontoast. I have recorded this episode from the confines of my home and if you are listening to this in 2020, it's highly likely that you too are forced to stay indoors due to the global pandemic of COVID-19. For those who have been living under a rock or are listening to this episode at a distant time in the future, COVID-19 or the novel coronavirus disease is an infectious disease that has gripped the world since the start of 2020. Most people who fall sick with COVID-19 experience mild to moderate symptoms and recover without special treatment. However, the rate at which the virus transmits and the fact that it is 20 times more fatal than the common cold 
makes it a challenge to deal with for communities and nations because of the pressure it puts on the healthcare system. One of the measures implemented to combat this is social distancing, which means keeping a minimum distance of six feet between people in social settings. And in many countries, they have also had to enforce a lockdown of cities and towns where the population density makes it particularly challenging to contain the spread of the virus. All of this, though, has resulted in a side effect no one predicted. Working as a virtual team becoming the norm in organizations around the world. Now, the idea of working in a virtual team isn't all that new to us. If you are listening to this podcast on a desktop or mobile device, there's a high likelihood that you also have apps on that same device that help you call, connect and collaborate with fellow employees, clients and other stakeholders. And yet there was something that prevented us from fully embracing the virtual way of working. Maybe it was studies cited on the inability of teams that go virtual to be able to communicate resolve conflicts and share ideas effectively and how this in turn affected team performance. Maybe it was us conducting experiments on running virtual teams and realizing that while virtual working was cool and all, it just isn't for us. Both of these situations either made us give up virtual working idea altogether or make it available but as a facility in the flexible working policy of the organization. But beyond the common knowledge and our own experiences were perhaps perceptions that we carried about virtual teams. Perhaps we still carry them. I look at this point to teams who have been working virtually for years now and know that your journey would not have been easy. How could it have been easy? when our very DNA as human beings was built for working in a very different environment. The first teams that came together for work were perhaps thousands of years ago when our evolutionary ancestors came together in groups to hunt and gather food and fight predators for survival. Their needs were far simpler than ours. But the one thing that does connect us is the fact that the whole was just as much greater than the sum of its parts then as it is now. When people whose unique skills that complement each other work together with a unified goal, be it to hunt or forage, fish or grow, cultivate, manufacture, or provide services, the world they inhabit becomes more habitable, more functional, and more pleasurable. And while cognition and competence does dictate which team each individual belongs to, anthropologists are quick to add two more C's to this mix, culture and cooperation. Culture is what helped incorporate established practices into the way of living in an environment. A group that lives in a desert knows how to conserve water better than most others, just as a tribe that lives in a frigid zone 
knows how to preserve heat in the coldest of weathers better than most others culture is what would help a human stranded alone in a hostile environment on earth actually survive it but what would help that human in groups is the second c cooperation we all need somebody unless you're superman in which case you're automatically disqualified because you are an alien from the planet krypton but yeah coming back to cooperation it is one of the most crucial qualities that helped us as human beings survive the harsh environments on the earth despite not being the fastest strongest tallest loudest or the most ferocious species on the planet and when culture and cooperation come together with human cognition and competence we get something very unique we get a civilization an enterprise and management Okay so how does all this relate to the present times Well like I said being together and working together in a physical environment has been part of our human consciousness for long much longer than the few decades we have had of working together virtually The first real time voice communication only happened in the late 1800s when a certain Mr Bell called his assistant Watson and uttered the words Mr Watson come here i want to see you imagine even in that first virtual communication all alexander graham bell could think of was to call his assistant to be physically present with him and all through the 1900s the pieces of the technological puzzle were being put together from improved voice quality and added video capability to efficient video streaming and audio streaming over underwater optic fiber cables that runs for hundreds of thousands of miles but our instincts despite all of these technological marvels still see virtual working as something unnatural as a stand in a temporary fix for the real thing and while most organizations have adjusted their working styles in these current times it is more on account of the pressure of the circumstances than an evolutionary transition many managers and leaders may choose to slide right back to their traditional ways of working the challenge is we see the virtual way of working as one of the binary choices the other being co-location but what if we saw the virtual world for what it is an environment an environment that has a unique set of characteristics just like a forest or a desert would the ability to bring the best minds together working beyond borders and time zones a control over the way people wish to work and deliver value to clients in addition to cost saving on office space time saved on avoided commute to work and the flexibility of work resulting in the inclusion of an otherwise disadvantaged section of the talent pool the environment of course carries its own hostilities as well inconsistent tech infrastructure lack of experience amongst team members in virtual working resulting to miscommunication and conflicts 
along with difficulties in building a culture in a virtual environment. But this is a relatively new world we're talking about. And like any other environment of working, it carries its pros and cons. The question for us to think about as managers and leaders as we chart a new course in this direction are have we thought about our present culture at work with our behaviors and beliefs about virtual working maybe preventing us from thriving in it what practices do we need to iterate amongst our team members even if it is clunky and clumsy right now so that it evolves over time into a more natural and authentic style of working it took us a global pandemic for many teams to try working virtually but there are teams who were already practicing virtual working for years now from search engine companies like duckduckgo to tech mavericks like mozilla and even smaller and otherwise traditional businesses that adopted virtual ways of working many years ago not just because it was trending but because it got them the talent and the results they were looking for and built a culture of working around this new environment what kind of talent and value are we missing out on by not adapting to the virtual environment virtual work environments really carry a spectrum of options from partial co-location of teams to global teams to teams being based in the same time zone what option would best suit our teams to begin with the success of any team going virtual really boils down to two things then firstly their ability to appreciate the fact that it takes much more than cool apps to make things work in the virtual world trust cooperation communication willingness to resolve conflicts sharing of information and ideas in a manner that makes it easy for others to make sense of that work and to take action on it all of this helps build a culture that supports the growth of team both in the real world and in the virtual one and secondly the belief of the teams in the process of working with each other in the virtual environment despite the initial hiccups because eventually the teams that succeed working together virtually are really the ones that persist working together virtually well that's all i have for this episode on management on toast how do you find it How long have you and your teams been working virtually? And how has the COVID-19 crisis changed your way of working with your teammates? Share with me your experiences and your questions that you may have about working virtually through my Twitter handle at @mgtontoast or via email. The address is mgtontoast@gmail.com. This is my first attempt at going virtual with an audience I cannot see or hear. But that does not mean I can't read or listen. I would love for you to share your thoughts about this episode. You've joined me really on the ground floor of this show, so your feedback will go a long way in shaping how future episodes pan out. And do send me your questions through Twitter or email or through a voice message on the Anchor app, which has helped me host this podcast. 
you will find the links to these in my episode description thank you so much for listening and i hope you'll join me for another serving of management on toast see ya